G'day Bloods fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Bloodhood Podcast for season 2023. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by Tool and Tree Services. I'm your host Alex Kerr, and joining me will be co-hosts Jason Hibbert and Ben Grambo. During today's pod, we will be covering the key talking points of yet another bye week, as well as analysing the upcoming matches against Lake Wendaree. We will also be joined by senior ruckman Ben Archard as he gives his thoughts on the season so far. We hope you all enjoy, and remember, go Bloods! G'day everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Bloodhood Podcast for season 2023. I'm joined by my two usuals, Jason Hibbert and Ben Grambo. How are we boys? Good mate. Not bad, probably, mate. probably not as good as you, but you seem very keen for a five minute pod, mate. Yeah, I know. It's going to be short and sharp, but we have a really good interview in here. So that's what I'm looking forward to because it's going to be great. You said that I'm looking forward to this and yes, I am. I'm very keen. I know Benny here, he's he's going through the ringer a bit with some sickness. So I'm very happy that he's came here. How are yeah. you feeling, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah. All good. Getting through it? Of course, mate. Of course, of course. <laughs> that's but the most uh, you said this year. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are here and we're, no, we're very much looking forward to it. Before we get into the interview though, because I know that's going to be the main part of the pod today, we're going to talk about the fact that we are playing Lake Wendaree this weekend. It's going to be a big clash at home. And I can say, if you are planning on coming down to watch, make sure you rug up, you bring your umbrellas and make sure you get a spot in the car park around the ground oh, because is it, it is going to be shocking weather. Oh, I'm talking 10 degrees, a lot of rain and a lot of wind. So not really a day that you look forward to playing in, but it's a game nonetheless and it's opportunities for all to get wins. And of course, the women's footy, they will be playing Mount Alexander, who's a team that have been struggling a bit this season. I think they're fifth on the ladder compared to our girls, which are second. So hopefully they can back up their strong form, continue with another win It'll be great to see Breck Rambo can continue. Where's the that being on. played? Is that at home or Mount Alexander? Mount Alexander. So a bit of a travel yeah, for them. And it's, a pro- it's probably going to be very crap weather yeah. up there as well. So hopefully they can get the job done and bring home a win. But yes, as we said, we're playing Wendaree at home. It's going to be a tough day in the wet. So I know, I know we've been used to that this year. There's been a couple of those tussles early on. So hopefully we can come out on top. I've got a game to watch this week, boys. A game to watch. Oh, it's not no. a footy game. It's a netball game. And it's going to be early. It's the earliest game no, of the day, all right? No. The under-19s. Don't do it again. No, no, no. no this, isn't, this isn't a jinx or anything. Could this be the week, though? I had a look. I've had a look. I've done my research. So, Lake Wendoree currently sitting ninth. Melton sitting 11th without a win. But Wendoree have only had one win. And I think that was against backers. And we only lost the backers by a goal. So I'm bringing this up because this is the game you could get down early to catch it. You never know. This could be the week. But anyway, no, that is the game to watch this week. I reckon you can get down to that and hopefully see a win. And yeah, hopefully it is a good day for the club. Now, boys, this time, is what everyone's been here come. for, all right? We're sitting here at another bye week. You know, there's not much to talk about on the game side of things. But... When you can find a guest that's going to provide enough to talk about and you make the podcast what it truly is, I think we've hit the nail on the head here. Is Navi back on? No, not quite. We've got someone who's, I think, just that level above, maybe. Oh. We have none other than Melton Bloods Ruckman and Essendon VFL Ruckman, Ben Archard. How are we, Arch? That's a very good in- intro, Navi. No? I'm pretty happy that um, I'm above Navi. Um, <laughs> 
Um, no, thanks for having me on, boys. It's good to have a chat. Uh, no problem, mate. We're very excited to have you on. It's great to have you back at the club, seeing as though it's been a couple of year hiatus. You've been getting up to a few different things, getting around some other footy communities. How does it feel to be back at the Bloods? Yeah, it's, it's um, very good to be back, obviously, around sort of my best mates and playing footy here again. Um, started all the way back in, in 2017 and, and, a, and a bit of a journey. Um, you know, sort of kicking myself that I missed out on, on um, licking the ice cream with you boys. Um, Win the flag last year, but hopefully we can um, get the, that, that lick of the ice cream that I'm, I'm sort of after and coming back. Can I ask you where you are right now, mate? Um, I'm chilling in an ice bath at the at the footy club at the moment. Uh, just, lovely. Um, <laughs> by, by footy club, try, can you state what footy club that is? I'm at the hangar. Um, <laughs> so just trying to um, sort of rest my old body at the moment. Um, did a bit of a running block back at the blokes yesterday, which is a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're, we're all good. Uh, Sawyer's putting in the work over there. As you said, you're at the hangar. How is this, so this transition into getting onto the SNMV foul list, how has that improved you as a player and you as a person? Um, so this is, my, this is my sixth year on a, on a VFL list. So um, I had a little bit of a break in between so as soon as I finished that cup, um, I was on a BFL list for four years and then went to Melton and then sort of come back back to um, back to BFL list. And um, this time around, I'm a lot older, I'm a lot more mature. Um, I'm the oldest on the BFL list by about three years. So I can and sort of bring that leadership and, and everything to, to the boys that sort of need it. There's a lot of the boys just straight out of the pack cup system or a couple of years out of the pack cup system that what's it called now, NAB League system, um, that are, you know, sort of finding their way a little bit. And, and this year I've sort of picked up a coaching role as well, which is, yeah, something I want to get into down the track and, and what other be- better place to learn in, a, in an elite environment. You got to play actually a couple of weeks ago. How did you find that experience being back at that level? Um, yeah, it was good to, good to be back. I've had a very interrupted pre-season. I actually didn't do a pre-season at all. Started out with a little bit of a, a groin issue and then, over the Christmas break, I started to ramp my running back up and, and pop the calf, which ended up being about a four-month calf, um, which was a long time out. Um, it got to be a little bit lonely in rehab for a long time. We're at the club three days a week, and um, I was the only bloke in rehab, so it was, um, it was a bit tough. So, yeah, it was a long road back to where I am now. And just to, just to play last week and, and get that reward um, was also for me rather than um, actually playing the game um, on reflection was, was going through all that hard work to get back to playing VFL footy and I sort of penciled in this year is trying to play the best VFL footy I can and, and it didn't really go that way um, early on so hopefully now that I'm, I'm back and, and back playing I can string a few games together. Yeah, hopefully you can, mate. And I mean, I'm looking at the stats for that game. You got yourself a goal in that last quarter. I remember watching it. How did that feel? Because I know that's obviously big in itself. And you had a really tough day in the ruck against, I think it was Hofford. He seems like a good young prospect. How'd you find that? Yeah, um, yeah. getting the goal at the end was good. Just sneaking myself forward behind the ball. I cheated a little bit there. But yeah, I, coming back, yeah, I only played two games at local level and you know, thrown in the deep end back of there, so William, which is a very big step up. Um, sort of found myself out of my feet a little bit um, towards the end of the game. But, um, yeah, young Hoffie's 205. Um, yeah, big boy. Sort of, yeah, big boy. But, um, yeah, held my own in there and, and competed well. And 
that's all they sort of asked me to do and yeah, try and get first year for the mids and um, yeah, sort of use that as a stepping point. So hopefully the rest of the season I can, you know, run out for match fitness. Oh, well done, mate. Moving on from your time at Essendon, I know before you came back to us, you had some time in Darwin. Yeah, um, something that I love doing. Um, I first started playing in Darwin in 2014 as just a flying player. So flying on the weekend, play and fly home. What's that like? Like flying in on a Friday night and coming home on a Sunday? Um, it gives you something to do on the weekend. Um, <laughs> you are pretty sore on the Sunday when you're flying home. Sometimes you'd fly home on a Saturday after a Saturday game. So a Saturday night, and they, in the Darwin flights, they call them red eye flights. It's a, yeah. you know, a 12 o'clock flight, yeah. and you get into back to Melbourne at, at 6 a.m. So it's pretty rough on your weekend, but, um, you know, you'd space it out. You wouldn't fly in every week. You'd space it out. You'd play enough games for the finals, and then you'd play finals. Yeah, it's, it's good footy. I love it. Good people up there. And fortunate enough, you know, a couple of years ago, was it 20, end of 21, started 22, I dodged the COVID lockdown in Melbourne and, and moved up to Darwin, which was no lockdown and they were playing footy every week. Um, so I consider myself very lucky there and played a full season there and, um, yeah, probably had my best season ever. Um, got myself really fit. Uh, won a best and fairest up there and a, and a, um, a newspaper award, which I ended up um, pocketing $1,000 for, which was nice. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, right. And then as soon as I yeah, finished there, got a call from an Essendon recruiter and, and yeah, been on their solid for two years. So, yeah, I just that, that last Darwin season probably held me in good stead to return to BFL footy, really. I love that, mate. How was it going yeah. to play back of a uh, bit of country footy for Kahuna? Yeah, it was good to go, good to go back home. Um, good to go back home. Yeah, it was a, a standpoint where I had to um, make a decision between staying at Melton or, or going back home. Um, it was sort of, sort of during COVID where I hadn't really spent too much time with my family and the footy clubs around the corner from my dad's place. So, and they were pushing to win a flag and it was a little bit of a no-brainer for me um, to go back and play at Kahuna. Um, unfortunately, just missed out in the final hurdle and, and winning the flag. They haven't won a flag in in their existence, so it would have been something special, but um, you know how it goes. You just, you just miss out on the day, and, and um, yeah, um, that's sort of how it went. No, it's tough. Before we get on to Jason's questions, which I know everyone that comes on loves to hear and get a part, be a part of, I actually have a little um, mention of, uh, I guess, the player that was done a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure it was Pigs, yeah. where, where it was actually you. And one of the right. one of the um, one of the questions he put forward, things that we had to answer, was undersized ruckman, and that really locks through us because you weren't someone who popped up to mind. Is that something that's like a running thing with between you and a couple of blokes of the club? Uh, I think it started with Bo Beck back in the day that I'm, I'm an undersized ruckman. I do tend to agree with him because you know I'm, I'm one ninety eight centimeters, which you know at BFL level is probably a little bit short for a ruckman. I do come against up against. Um, some bigger blokes, but um, I tend to use that to my advantage um, in terms of getting my footy around the ground. But yeah, that is a little bit of a running joke that I um, I turn it around and, and tell them um, where I am. Yeah, fair enough. That's <laughs> fair enough. Can't argue with that. All right, Jason, take it away, mate. All right, uh, just a few questions, Benny boy. Um, yep. Any pre-game rituals? Um, I used to have a few when I was growing up. There was one when I was growing up playing senior footy at Marina when I was 15, 16, and it was one black sock, one white sock in the warm-up. I don't know why I did that. 
that stopped pretty much straight away. Um, well, how do you how do you feel stopped. thinking that you did that when you were fifteen? Yeah, it, it it was a bit odd, and I don't know people looking at me, the older boys looking at me when I was playing, and I don't really remember it probably what nearly thirteen years ago. But um, yeah, it was it was odd. Um, <laughs> but now now I guess. I just I usually drink a Red Bull or a V before a game. That's pretty much all I do. Yeah. No, be- do you get like any weird pregame rituals from like any of the boys at Essendon? Um, there was one from just uh, the VFL with the boy this year, Jack Cleaver. He's actually gone back to playing for. He would for training and every every game where he's one sock the right way around and one sock inside out. That was um, yeah right. That was so one that's, uh... even. Training days, you'd rock into his physio and you'd have a one sock inside out. Yeah, well, there's something with the socks. <laughs> apparently, that's the way to go, apparently. Yeah. Um, funniest bloke at the footy club? Um, oh, you can't go past Peaches, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Peaches at the moment on fire. He's, he's pretty he's, much he's earned himself man. two minutes at comedy night. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he, He's on fire. Like I would say, Pete, but Pete has just taken over and just he talks serious now than his cousin. Yeah, he has <laughs> gone all serious, but no, nah, I reckon after Saturday night, Peach is he's on top. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, who would you not want to share a room with at Footy Trip with? Oh, I'd say myself. Um, no one wants to share with me. Like as soon as I get into a hotel room or, or something, my clothes are spread across the whole room. Um, you know, like it's. It's hard to go if I had to choose someone. It's hard to go past Peaches and Pig as well. They just <laughs> and and Prod and Prod's a sweet. You know, I was actually I was gonna say out of these three boys, who do you want to share a room with? Peaches, Prod, or Pig? But I thought, no, nah, Prod will probably get angry if I put him in the same category as Peaches, so I won't do it. <laughs> no, he's definitely in that category, and he'll probably get angry at me saying that. You're right, JJ, but um, you know, you just have to. I'd, if you had to choose between my room, it would probably be Peaches. You'd, you'd, I'd, I'd think Peaches <laughs> out of there. Because Prod and, Prod and um, Pig are quite fun on footy trips. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, just last question from me. Set shot after the siren. Who do you want taking it from the boys? I reckon Ryan Sarter. I reckon he's the best set shot at the club. You're back in the bloke who's kicking most yeah. goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough, mate. He's a great set shot. Now, before we get on to your guest, the player, which we're very eager to hear, there is yep. one one more question I've got. Out of all the grounds that you've been able to play at, basically across the country now, because you've done some travelling, where would be the best ground that you've played and also the best game that you've been a part of? And why is it Mackey Park? <laughs> <laughs> Mackey Park would have to be number two. Um, <laughs> because uh, you can't go past the MPG. No, nah, definitely um, not. Definitely the best ground you'll play on by on. Um, that was an awesome experience and something that I'll probably remember the rest of my life. Who did you play that against? Um, ended up playing Ballarat uh, Interleague against GB there, actually. Um, oh, back in 2018, we played there, which was nice. Ah, very good, very good. Actually, Maddie actually mentioned that to me. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were meant to have you on, and he, he wanted me to bring that up as a question. But no, nah. lovely, mate. Thanks for that. You can now take it away. You want to hear this. We're very keen. All right, I've um, got it written down here. Um, the, he's the best fast bowler at the footy club. When I, when I arrived at the footy club, he was a large human. Um, then he got skinny and then blew out again became after he became a dad. Lovable by some. I wouldn't say hated by others, 
but I love him. And my phone's just locked. And then um, his nickname is a fruit. Yeah, well, I reckon <laughs> before we all say it, before we give a name, I reckon we uh, say it all at the same time. Three, two, one. Peaches. peaches. <laughs> yeah, old peach. I love yeah. him at the moment. He's, he's yeah. my favourite at the club. Just after he's performed <laughs> on Saturday night. Yeah. I've got a crash on him. You've got to, you've got to attend the um, half-time of the 19s game in the middle of the ground. Peaches always... Always tells a joke and it's always so bad. Like hey, it's I'll, it's I'll funny, up, but it's so bad. I wake up on a Saturday morning to Snapchat of it. I get it every every week. Oh, so I, don't, I don't even need to be there. So it's it's, it's on my Snapchat feed every Saturday morning. Jokes <laughs> oh, that's bloody brilliant, mate! Thanks for giving us that. It was a good. It was good to have a good laugh. Who better than the best comedian at the club at the moment? So. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, mate. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully that ice bath treated you well also. And thank you for coming on, mate. We'll see you around the club. Yeah, see you around this weekend, bud. Cheers, Arch. Have a good one. Bye. That was brilliant stuff there from the big man. That was actually some great Yeah, that was grouse. As soon as I heard fast bowler, and I know Peach, he was a gun. <laughs> I am very though, keen. he throws it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Mark, mark my word. <laughs> You're starting controversy already. Mark my word. <laughs> very nah, because if he listens to it, he's going to get angry at me. Yeah, nice. It's all fun and games until he has to bowl to me in the Nets anyway. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> very keen to see him down at the Den this year. Arch was awesome, and we thank him for coming on. Now, before we move on to Jason's Goof of the Week, and I know you've got one, yes? I do, but... Um you, you're I, iffy. I'm iffy about it. Okay, well, you got from now till the end to decide uh, if that's what you want to give off. Yeah, I'll just, it, I'll just give it off. You'll give it off? Yeah. All right, sweet. We have the interleague to talk about, and this week we had two blokes in the team, Conrad Ferrugia and Cole Borg. They both played for Kudafidis' Ballarat team and were successful. 16-point win over Hampton. It was good in the end. It was pretty close. I know Hampton, three or four goals in front, and then Ballarat just kicked kicked away and they kicked like eight in a row or something so now they really took the game away from him Kyle Borg contributed three goals and I think it was about as many points as well he had <laughs> plenty of opportunity and in the best as well yes and he got it in the best well done to him and, and I heard from reports that Rad put a pretty solid game down back it was a good day well done to the boys for representing and also well done to Harry Hanley who made the was the final squad of 28 28 yeah, yeah. 28 unlucky to miss out but well, I think he actually pulled himself out. Did he? Yeah, because his finger. Wasn't 100%. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Can't risk it. I mean, there's a strong back end of the season now for our senior boys. Hopefully they can just continue winning games. Nevertheless, that's pretty much all we have to talk about on the footy side of things. We hope that we can get wins this weekend. So I reckon we can hand it over to Jason now for Goof of the Week. Take it away, all right. mate. All right, boys. Now, on the topic of interleague, we had two, two play interleague, but... I'm more upset from one of them because they're both long-time Bloods players, boys. Yeah. And one of them had a blue long sleeve on on the weekend playing oh, into league. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say his name, Conrad Ferruja. Yeah. Well, Borgie um, didn't wear yeah, one. Yeah. Well, Borgie so. didn't wear one. Um, but Conrad loves a long sleeve, and I, I never thought I'd actually hear this. Like Conrad Ferruja wore a Melton South long sleeve under his Ballarat Football League shirt on Disgusting. the weekend. You know, I'm only actually hearing about this now and I'm trying to keep myself yeah. composed. Thinking that it's coming from Conrad. It's uh, uh, it's a shock. Who would have got that off Mitch Fino probably? Oh, Brody Sullivan. Oh, Sal, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh true. Yeah. Nah, well, Sal surely's got rid of all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more? Do you have any South stuff? Do you two? No, uh, nah, nah, I think my... 
parents threw that out straight away. Yeah, nah, good call. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, what do you mean? I never played there. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> What's in the past in the past? Don't bring it up. <laughs> sorry. Uh, well deserved. I mean, I wasn't uh, entirely. I had no clue about that, but now I'm. I might send him a message. <laughs> Thanks for that, Jace. That was good to share. That you need to share things like that. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. As we were talking about interleague before, it was good to see those boys representing our league and our club. So well done to them. And yeah, thank you, listeners, for listening in. I know it's a shorter pod, but it was well, bloody brilliant. With how much Arch, Arch spoke, I don't know if it is a shorter. <laughs> I think pod. there's about sixteen minutes worth, <laughs> yeah, worth of, of Arch of speech. Yeah. So it was good to have him on. And yeah, hopefully. We can get the wins this weekend, and it's a good weekend for the club. Thank you all for listening in. We'll catch us on the weekend. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. See you later. Thank you all for tuning in to the Bloodhood Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the bye week and are ready to cheer on the Mighty Bloods as we take on Lake Windaree this coming round. Make sure to keep up to date with future content on the Mountain Bloods Facebook page and Instagram. We hope you all enjoy... And go bloods.